Hello and welcome everyone to the Joel Twitch podcast. Once again, we've got a few new things to go over, which is really exciting. I want to make sure I'm touching on everything. Now, just to start everything off, I always want to speak to our access on Patreon. If you, uh, if you're listening on the Discord server itself, you're already joined in there. Uh, but anyone else who is listening to the podcast elsewhere, isn't listening to it as it's being recorded, you can dive in there on patreon.com slash jolt switch. Uh, it does allow you access to being able to speak with me as well as other people between episodes. Uh, if you have any questions or concerns that I can address elsewhere, I am more than happy to speak to it there. For as little as $1 a month, you can join in on the Discord service, have those conversations, and like I said, listen to those podcasts as they're being recorded. You can always make sure to follow on Instagram as well. Again, that is Jolt Switch. Uh, that's the best place to see any pictures or photos or information about, you know, if I'm hosting a tournament, if it happens to be near you. you Now, jumping into this week, we have a few things. The first one I saw, I saw an article in Slash Gear. Not sure if it holds weight, so to speak, but could the EV name trick be coming back again? Now, I understand that people have been able to use that name trick once for each of the evolutions. I know that a lot of people sort of get uh, lost or misconstrued with it, uh, so they, you know, they try to use it more than once, but... What we have seen is that it does work once and only once to this point. So what does this mean? Uh, It means that maybe Niantic is refreshing that. So if anyone wants something specifically, that name trick might come back. Again, I'm I'm looking at a Slash Gear article for that information. So uh, I just want to make sure that your hype doesn't get too high, but it could be a possibility. Stepping forward to GoFest, we have GoFest in Chicago coming up uh, starting on the 13th of June. Uh, There's all sorts of things coming out. We just had some news about Shiny Horsey coming around uh, worldwide, starting at 9 Pacific Standard Time and uh, running through the entire GoFest there. Horsey will be spawning in uh, larger numbers, which does help with those shiny odds. Uh, But what we need to keep in mind is just because the event ends doesn't mean shiny horsey disappears. So it will be there. It's just you got to be able to find the horsey to uh, to get those shots. Another thing about that GoFest, in case anyone hasn't noticed, uh, Pachirisu is on the poster. So that region exclusive from sort of northern Canada should be at GoFest. And anyone who's there, I mean awesome i'm north but not north enough so i may be traveling north to get myself a pachirisu because i did not get tickets to go fest unfortunately but uh you know here's hoping for next year maybe now we have a whole bunch of rewards coming forward with go fest um now it does focus on the research tasks um, as it did last year there for us so uh, if uh, a million people at go fest complete rewards uh, we can get all sorts of uh, different rewards here for us. Uh, things like, uh, you know, for instance, if we're looking at the at the instinct rewards, uh, 15 million instinct research completed, and we get plus one rare candy at each of those raids there, which is always a positive. Uh, rare candies come in handy, especially if you're looking for Pokemon that are a little more rare. Um, so, I mean, that plus one rare candy, I know it's just one, but one is more than zero. Now, back to the GoFest attendees, if you do complete 1 million research tasks, you get times to catch candy. 
Uh, and the bonuses will unlock, all of these bonuses unlock uh, from June 18th until June 25th, and that's 1 p.m. for each of them Pacific Standard Time. The next thing that we would be looking at is uh, Team Valor, of course. That's, you know, my bread and butter. 15 million research tasks to unlock half hatch distance. Now, I'm going to be honest, this is going to be my favorite one of them all, uh, simply because that's where I get the most stardust from, is from those hatches. I do lots and lots of catching, but those hatches after walking, you know, two, five, seven, ten 10 kilometers, that stardust is beautiful for me, especially when I go into PvP. Uh, Team Mystic globally, uh, if they complete that 15 million research tasks, there's times to hatch candy, which again is excellent. If you're hatching something rare, you get double the candy, does not hurt at all. Now, what we're really aiming for in all of this is not just those small rewards, but the big ones sort of at the end. Uh, what we're hoping for by uh, June 16th at 5 p.m. would be to have all of those done, and then we get to unlock more bonuses. Raikou will be available in raids for a short period of time. They haven't decided the date or dates that it will be between, uh, but Raikou would be coming back, which is a positive. One and two, you might just encounter that shiny Raikou. That's always a positive to see another shiny legendary. My first shiny legendary was Cresselia. I just got it recently. Uh, it was all right. Um, but uh, I mean, I've seen a lot of people get a lot more things like, you know, Ha'o, Lugia, all these different pieces. And uh, I mean, to have another available, even to have Raikou back so I can get some candy and maybe, you know, if I can save up to 100,000 Stardust, give it a second move, that'd be perfect. And I don't have to burn through my rare candy. And the last thing I want to touch on is, of course, that PvP aspect. Again, we're into the Rainbow Cup in June. I know I've talked about it quite a bit. Uh, there are those five typings, bug, grass, water, fire, and electric. That means that you are seeing, you know, most of those starter typings. If you look at, uh, at Pokemon Yellow, electric is considered a, a starter typing. But uh, that would be definitely awesome. And that bug typing, yes, it's not really a starter that you see. But uh, it does come in clutch in that tournament, especially with those two bug, you know, beasts that we have standing out front. Guys like Forstress. Now that is, I'm going to be honest, I used them in the Boulder Cup. It was kind of a weird sort of off pick. I didn't really use it, but it did come in handy. It was there, it was part of my team. So I've already got that powered up and ready to go. I'm debating using it a Beedrill. Uh, Beedrill is one of the top six uh, picks on uh, PV Poke there. Take a look at uh, pvpoke.com. It does have those rankings and move sets and percentage of people using each move and all that stuff. Take a look. You can also run some battle simulations, which I mean, I, I have gone to. I'll, I'll let you know that I go there to take a look to see what I need to do with what I got to understand who is going to win against, what it's going to win against, and, and what I need to do to make that happen. Beedrill has come in handy. I did actually mark one before the Rainbow Cup had been even announced. I, I, there were a few that in the previous tournaments that had been Pokemon that you wouldn't really expect, but happened to come out of the woodwork. Things, especially for this one, like Quagsire. Quagsire was sort of godly in a, a previous tournament as well. I mean, I didn't have Quagsire back then. I do now. I'm trying to figure it into my team, see how that works. 
but I was looking at other things like um, possibly Butterfree and Beedrill and, and all sorts of different Pokemon that you don't see much of but might come in handy in the future. Then they speak to what typings are coming with that Rainbow Cup and you've got that bug typing. I was excited, debating the evolution, already taught it a second move sitting as a Kakuna. I needed to power it up a little bit more to get there. And then when the rankings came out and I saw it was top six, I was really excited. Uh, Fortress isn't in that top six ranking, but it does do very well. What you always need to keep in mind when using Fortress is that it is double weak to fire. That means you're taking four times the damage if a fire type is, uh, you know, blasting against you. So it all does depend what you want it to work with. Both of the both of those bug types do help you with the grass types, which are, you know, something to behold with uh, guys like Venusaur as well as Magnium, uh, which, I mean, with Frenzy Plant, those guys just hit like a ton of bricks so having those bug types or something that can take down uh, that uh, that grass type like a uh, flying type or something is really really handy i was taking a peek at mantine uh, mantine being double weak to electric and electric being one of the main types in the tournament i decided to um, maybe not work with mantine try for those bug types so i do have I'm going to be honest, I've got eight Pokemon. I'm still sitting, waiting uh, for my tournament, working on practice, trying to get that all sorted out. I have two grass types I'm I'm trying to figure between and two bug types. I'll be honest, my two bug types, Beedrill and Fortress. We'll have to see how that Rainbow Cup comes out. Let me know if anyone's going out and, and battling in theirs. Uh, feel free to, if you want some commentary to your videos, if you haven't taken a look at my YouTube channel where I do that sort of commentary for my matches, it's uh, easier for me to do it to my matches because I got to be part of them before I started adding that commentary. I am looking to try and, you know, do that commentary while I'm watching the video for the first time so everyone can feel that excitement, that, that rush, that sort of the same thing you would if you're watching you know a football game you've got those guys doing that um you know doing the commentary itself or a, a hockey game if you're watching that hockey game you can hear them go through it as it happens as opposed to you know after they've already experienced it feel free to post those videos on youtube send me a link there uh, and i can always make sure to uh, look into it pull that recording and make sure that to tag you so everyone will know who's uh, who they're watching. I'll be able to post your trainer card as well. And that's always a, a positive thing. That is it for today. I'm glad I got to go through a whole bunch of information here for you. You can always send us an email here, uh, joltswitch at outlook.com. Or if you'd like to leave a voicemail so we can hear your voice on the podcast, I can definitely play those over on here. Uh, the number to give a call there is 519 208 0453. All of that information is on the Instagram account itself, so you'll be able to see the email address as well as that phone number. It goes straight to voicemail, so just uh, fire away and I'll be more than happy to listen. Everyone have a great day and uh, get out there and battle.